Welcome to the Keeping Kids Safe podcast. My name is Karen Cohn. I am the co-founder of the Zach Foundation for Children's Safety. This is your number one resource for all things related to your child's emotional, physical, and social well-being. Now I'd like to introduce my co-host and my friend, the executive director of the Zach Foundation for Children's Safety, Megan Ferraro. Hi, Megan. Hi, Karen. How are you? Hi, Megan. I'm well. How are you? I'm good. In the throes of getting ready for Halloween, the kids are so excited. I know. It's such a fun time, although Monday is not the easiest day to have to go and trick-or-treat, that's for sure. No, especially not if you're a Phillies fan because the Philadelphia Phillies made it to the World Series. and So exciting. Yes, and their first home game is Monday night on Halloween. So many parents are going to be torn between trying to get tickets to that game and taking their kids trick-or-treating. Uh-oh. Well, maybe there's going to have to be one parent that takes the kids trick-or-treating and one parent that gets to go to the game. I don't know. That will definitely be the case in my household, which is a-okay. And Charles is so excited to trick-or-treat. I wouldn't miss it for the world. (laughs) Oh, so fun. It is so fun. Yeah. So having older kids, it looks like I think they're going to go, they're deciding if they're trick-or-treating or not, but they're definitely going to parties the Saturday night before. Oh, fun. And what are they dressing as? Do they know? Yeah. So Sydney is going to be a vampire with her friends and Henry's doing, I guess he's doing dual costumes because one is going to be for school. I guess his, the seniors are doing a minion theme. Um, and then, uh, he's also going to be an alien and I think his girlfriend's going to be an astronaut. Cute. Very cute. Yeah. Very cute. How about you and Brian? Are you dressing up? You know, sometimes I do, but we don't have a party to go to Saturday night. So not for that reason. Um, I used to just kind of dress up with the kids when we were trick-or-treating, but I don't know. Not sure. I don't, I don't think so. Gosh, well, that into it. Yeah. Um, I have a witch's hat that I'm going to wear. Millie picked it out for me. I've always used her little like mini mouse headbands and little cat ear headbands. Um, yeah. but I figure a, a witch's hat will work well. She picked it out. She really liked it. And that's easy enough for me. <laughs> yeah. That's, what I always had. And I always had a pair of cat ears that I could just throw on if necessary. Right. So cute. Um, And the kids are so excited for their costumes. Charles is wearing one of Teddy's old costumes. He's going to be a dinosaur, an orange dinosaur. He's so excited. Oh my gosh. Um, And Teddy is going to be Thor. Mm -hmm. Um, And Millie is dressing up like a a 50s girl in a poodle skirt and should be really cute. Um, And Will is unsure if he's going to dress up or not, which I can't believe I have a child that thinks he might be too old to trick or treat. I think that'll come back around. Yeah. 
this year I imagine to go to the World Series. Right. And then that he'll come back. To right. Sure. Or, right. Or like, you know, I haven't bought him a costume because he hasn't expressed any costumes that he might like to have. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll leave the trick or treat around six o'clock on Monday and at like 542. I'll say like, mom, I need oh, no. a costume. <laughs> oh. oh no. Yeah, so yeah. you might have to get one just to have one like as a backup. Yeah. Or maybe he can just wear his football uniform like he did last year because his oh. costume, um, the sizes that I was ordering for him kept coming in wrong, like way too small or way too big. You know, they're these random companies that churn out a million costumes and don't always get the sizing right. And, um, so he yeah. ended up being a football player last year out of necessity. So maybe he'll have to do that again this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pretty funny. I know. So still exciting. And so we want to make sure that we tell our listeners to be really careful about the candy that their kids bring home. Make sure you inspect all the candies. Make sure that if any of the packages are opened or if there's any little pinholes in them that you should just throw those away and tell your kids not to eat any of the candy until after you've gone through it. Absolutely. And, um, and that should be just something, a good habit to have, um, you know, anytime. And my husband always puts a few pieces of candy from our candy bowl in his pocket when he's taking the kids around. And if they want a piece of candy while they're trick-or-treating, he gives them a piece that he brought with him rather than having them just grab something out of their bag and eating it while they're walking. Oh, um, that's a good idea. Yeah. So that's worked out well for us. You know, I was wondering, do you guys still carve pumpkins? Oh, you know what? Um, we do. You do. do. It doesn't, doesn't go by the wayside. Love the pumpkin seeds. Um, mm-hmm. This year we've been busier uh, just because of football. Um, mm-hmm. So we haven't had as much time, but Sydney and a couple of her friends had asked me to pick up some pumpkins for them. So they actually carved pumpkins and they did like a little contest. And I um, was the one who had to rate them for them. And then I also was in charge of cooking or toasting the pumpkin seeds. Do you flavor the pumpkin seeds? We don't really like to flavor them. So we just do olive oil and salt, Mm -hmm. but I've seen so many different recipes that, you know, you could spice them up, but we'd never do. I actually even asked Sydney this year, like, do you want me to change it up? And she said, no. (laughs) Um, so yeah, actually they're so good. They are but so she good. did all the hard work this year of getting the pumpkins out. I mean, getting the seeds out of the pumpkins and um, getting them ready for me. I didn't have to do much. Yeah. I follow this Instagram account. It's called brunch with Babs, B-A-B-S. And she offered a tip for cleaning out the inside of a pumpkin that I'm going to try this year. I'll report back, but you essentially, you know, instead of trying to rip the seeds and the stringy stuff out with your hands, you yep. put a hand mixer inside and turn the hand mixer on. And it just gently pulls all that out and makes it really easy to remove it. So you're not wrestling with trying to pull the, that stuff out of the pumpkin. And then it's easy to kind of rinse it, rinse off the seeds and sort through the pulp. And I'm going to give it a try. We'll see. So smart. I know. I, I think you wait 
could be try that all the difference maker we'll see yeah exactly i know never a fun job no it's just very time consuming Mm -hmm. and cold and gross yeah i know yeah i actually started wearing gloves to do it and then just use my hands to pull it all out but it just takes so it's so many times of going through it just to get all of the pumpkin insides off of the seeds. Yes, I know. I'm, I am eager to see how it goes this year that everyone's going to have an opinion about what the pumpkin should look like. So we'll see who wins out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I had to choose best overall okay. in terms of like the, um, the pumpkin carving and then which face I liked the best. And they uh. were all hysterically laughing because they were saying that Sydney's was the worst. Oh no. So I guess she, she, uh, she's the least artistic of her friends. I don't know, but um, they all were good. It was cute. Oh, so yeah, was it hard for you not to choose Sydney as the winner? No, not at all. <laughs> Cause actually I didn't know for sure oh. whose it was. Cause um, while they were carving, I wasn't home. Okay. So when I got back home, that's when they were like, okay, you get to, you get to choose. And I was oh, like, okay. Wow. Yeah. That's great. So like there's going to be two categories <laughs> and that's it. And no one's allowed to get mad. <laughs> yeah. So Funny. yeah, they were, well, I know up. thinking about, um, you know, safety, um, and carving pumpkins and making sure that you're using, you know, making sure that the kids are not near any of the sharp tools while you're carving is always seems it's, it is obviously an obvious thing to do, but for whatever reason, when you've got so many kids around and you've got these pumpkin carving tools and they have all these really kind of safe tools now that are meant for carving pumpkins rather than like the big knife that we used to use. <laughs> yeah. We actually have, we have an entire pumpkin carving kit. Smart. Yeah that just like our local uh, grocery store, actually Stu Leonard's, you know, you know them well, yeah. that they sell, they have the best Halloween shop actually. And so they sell um, these great kits and they are, I would say there's a few that are sharper, but nothing horrible in there. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And so, you know, I was thinking about safety tips to share with all of our um, listeners today and certainly pumpkin carving and, and being conscientious about those sharp knives, or if you have those pumpkin carving tools, using those for sure um, would be a great thing to think about. But the other thing that I am thinking a lot about is um, we're in a new home and there are a lot of trees in our neighborhood and it's been a really wet few days. Mm. So um, being really careful about walking on slippery, wet leaves and making right. sure that the costumes aren't too long and no one's tripping. And, um, I have to think about that because Charles is using a hand-me-down costume from Teddy and I need to just make sure that the, it's not too long on him. Um, yeah, never absolutely. still for more than a minute. So it's, <laughs> it's hard to see, but I need to, to measure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know about you guys, but we usually 
but there are certain areas in our town mm-hmm. where we can go trick-or-treating. And so the roads are actually closed off. And so that makes it a lot safer. And I just saw that um, in New York, New York City's Department of Transportation just announced that um, about 100 streets and pedestrian plazas in all five New York City boroughs are going to be car free from 4 until 8 p.m. on Halloween. Isn't that great? That's so great. Wow. So fun for those kids to have a safe spot to trick or treat. I know. I know. Hopefully those residents <laughs> were forewarned so they were able to buy enough candy. Or they're quickly ordering on Instacart. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's the one thing that. about those neighborhoods. I mean, it's almost like um, it's when you're buying your house in those areas, they tell you be forewarned because during Halloween, this is what we do. So it's something that you want to be a part of or not. I guess you don't have to be a part of it if you don't want to, but it's something that happens in your neighborhood. So if you are going to partake, you're going to need a lot of candy. Yes. I, we don't have anything that I'm aware of like that around here. Um, so it'll just be in our neighborhood and it'll be a great way for us to meet neighbors we haven't met yet. Um, and you know, just to really kind of be a part of the community, we're really excited about it. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I know. It's such a fun night for the kids. It is. And they're so looking forward to trick-or-treating with their new friends and just not, you know, not that COVID has gone away, but that, that health and safety element has, has, or like the fear around COVID has lessened since we all had COVID. We know the ropes now (laughs) we're old pros. (laughs) So that element of concern is taken off the table, which is kind of nice. And you're all like super immune right now. So (laughs) I don't know for you. It's been exactly 90 days. So I don't know. Fast. I know. Ready? Oh my gosh. Flew by flying. Mm -hmm. So we're excited. It's going to be a fun, a fun holiday. We're going to, you know, make sure that instead of, you know, having candles set up in pumpkins, we have, um, those battery operated candles. Mm-hmm. Um, that we'll put in the pumpkins. And I have bought a bunch of glow sticks for the kids to use to help light them up while they're walking through the neighborhood and just flashlights. Know. Yes. Also. Yeah. And I know Will's thinking he's going to go off on his own to trick or treat with his friend rather than going with a parent. So Larry and I have to come to terms with that and decide, I guess he is old enough. Now he's 12. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Well, that's why those neighborhoods are so great because when my kids, like if Jenna was often doing that, she was still in that same neighborhood and I was there with like my younger kids. So I was close enough where, and that she could come and find me as she was like running around going to some of the other homes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like a safe way for that to start. So I guess you're going to have to decide what neighborhood he's going to go in. Unless he just stays in yours. Hopefully. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We have yeah. a, his best buddy lives um, in a neighborhood across the street. So hmm. we'll see. We'll see how that works out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have this new puppy and I just am thinking about the doorbell ringing and is, I don't know. It'll be really interesting to see what, <laughs> what Halloween is like. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, so exciting. I know. Such fun times. How is your puppy doing? He is doing great. He's, you know, definitely taking to potty training really well. We're having awesome. a couple of accidents in the house, but nothing too significant. And he's always kind enough to have his accident on the tile floor in the kitchen. So it's easy to clean. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And he's just so sweet and the kids love having him in the house. And, you know, the nipping is a little annoying for them because they're like, he's biting me. He's not really biting you. He's just trying to play. So that's been an adjustment, but they love having him. We all love having him. He's such a delight and he's a really good dog. We got so lucky. Oh, yeah. So fun Mm -hmm. having a new puppy in your home. It is Uh, like having a newborn though. Wow. People say that, but I, it is (laughs) really is (laughs) definitely is. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that we just want to make sure that we remind our listeners about being safe with their families and, but also having a fun and enjoyable evening. And I don't know about you guys, but we don't have the next day off. Mm. We do this year, which is so exciting for us. Um, both of the kids schools have off on Monday and Tuesday, um, which is great, but it means that we're just going to be it's parent teacher conferences. Um, and so we'll have those are on Monday and then they have off on the following Tuesday, I guess it's a teacher in service day. Um, so it'll be, yeah, a busy few days. Yeah. Um, And we, one of the things we've been doing to get ready for any holidays, we have a, you know, children's book set aside for each holiday. And I have been reading our friend Karina Heinrich's book, Andy, the candy witch to my two younger kids, Charles and Teddy, and they are loving hearing this story. They've been Charles, the two-year-old asks for it almost every night for the last two weeks. That is such a great book. It is such a great book. So if you listeners, if you haven't um, picked up this book yet, check it out. It's called Andy, the candy witch, and it's available anywhere you find books, but on Amazon as well. Um, And Karina Heinrich is the author. And it's a really nice story about Halloween and and the Halloween spirit. Ah, great. So fun. Awesome. Yeah. So, you know, as you're headed into this, this Halloween, hopefully you enjoy yourself. You have fun with friends and family, maybe in a way you haven't been able to for the last few years. And just think through those safety tips that we talked about, right? Preventing fires by using battery operated candles in your pumpkins, um, making sure that your kids' costumes are not too long so they're not tripping over them or slipping on wet leaves, you know, carrying flashlights and glow sticks with you to make sure that if there are cars in the neighborhood that you're trick-or-treating in, that you're safe and it's easy to see you. Um, And then of course, you know, being as safe as you can be carving that pumpkin. (laughs) Right. And let me know if you try this trick with the um, hand mixer. I'm definitely going to try it. I'll report back on how things go. Yeah, that sounds, I I think I'm going to try that too. Be fun. Experiment. It it sounds to me like it's definitely going to work. I have seen now a couple of other Instagram accounts doing it as well. 
And really? they're all promoting that it works. So it must. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'll be the official TZF guinea pig. I'll let you know. Yeah. What a good hack. Yeah. Yeah. Take them where you can find them, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so, okay, great. Well, have a happy, healthy, and safe Halloween. Enjoy your time with your kids, Karen. Yes, thank you. I think ours is going to be pretty low key. Maybe everything is going to be happening two days before Halloween when the parties are happening, but um, looking forward to it. Good. Well, enjoy. And um, if you would please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast, it would help other people find our podcast when they're looking for safety podcasts or parenting podcasts. We would appreciate any help. Thanks for listening. Happy Halloween, everyone.